0: Welcome home, everybody. This is the Residency Podcast. I am Jeff Tomastic with Drew Belcher and Low Raven. Hello. We are here in Las Vegas to bring you our takes on the biggest stories in business, entertainment, hospitality, and pop culture. Make sure you to, to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Give us five stars. Write a review on Apple Podcasts. Check out our full video episodes on YouTube, also on Spotify as always. We're back in the saddle, baby. We're back. We're Feeling good. We're back. Holidays Feeling good. Yeah. are here. Holidays are nice. I'm fattened up real quick. I feel good. Definitely. For sure. I put on at least five pounds. Yeah, gained a couple pounds. Yeah. No big deal. I'll, I'll get it off in January. I hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving.
1: Absolutely. Hot ice
0: period. Obviously, guys, we took a week off to be with family, but we're back at it. No more breaks. I promise. It'll never happen again. None. Uh, We have a huge episode, and this is actually our first ever episode on the road. We're we're, we're not in our studio, guys. Yeah, we have an away game. This is the first. It was mobile. Uh, So we are recording from the largest sports book in the world, Inside Circa Las Vegas. We have an incredible guest today. He is one of the most successful casino owner-operators in Las Vegas. He owns multiple properties in downtown Las Vegas, including the D, Golden Gate, the Downtown Event Center, and the brand new crown jewel of downtown Las Vegas, the 777-room Circa Resort and Casino, where we're recording now. Um, So we all know the saying, the house always wins. Well he is literally the house the <laughs> downtown the house. He is the house. yeah the downtown don himself Derek Stevens welcome to the show welcome, man Welcome man How you
2: doing Hey uh, great great to be with you guys and uh, I didn't realize this is your first road trip here I mean, This is you know, our first it's road trip 50 minutes up uh, up the road here but wow what what a what a set of equipment you guys got for this road trip. This is pretty awesome. Yeah. You know, this is official. Yeah. yeah.
0: I don't know if anyone told you, but we're not leaving, actually. We're just gonna carve out yeah, this, this little is spot, now our permanently spot. Sorry, for man. sure. Yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. Good location. We gotta put some posters, uh, we gotta we gotta put some logos around too. Uh, well thank you for coming on. How's your Thanksgiving?
2: All good. All good. Okay. Uh different Thanksgiving for me. I uh, okay. I you know, I'd grown up in Detroit and uh I think I've been to the Lions game. Like oh. every year for the last thirty years, it's a big family tradition Absolutely. and then everybody comes back to our place afterward. Awesome. And uh well, it changed this year, you know. Yeah. Yeah, friends, for sure. uh, yeah, first there's no nobody's going to a Lions game and uh you know, it's limitations mm-hmm. on family members traveling and uh, well we just opened Circus, so Nicole and I were hunkered down <laughs> over here. But it was great. A
0: little bit of responsibility to stick around, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Um well let's dive right into circa, obviously. So with tourism, as you said, taking such a hit in Las Vegas and all over the country. What was it like moving forward and opening such a huge project this year? You kind of threw all Especially the common sense year. out the window and said, you know what? I'm still opening. Let's do this.
2: Yeah, you know, we were um, originally planning to open um, circa until December 28th. And oh, okay. then in April, when everything was shut down here in, in, in Las Vegas and you know, our governor deemed construction to be an essential industry, we were actually able to accelerate the opening, so we opened you know the first five stories, basically the world's largest sports book, all of our restaurants, um, stadium swim. we were able to open that October 28th so so during the pandemic, we didn't have some of the construction restric- restrictions, you yeah. know with all the noise ordinances, and then because we're building in a city, we were able to utilize um, some of the street the lane closures yeah, to kind absolutely. of accelerate things. So we, we actually were able to open up 60 days early to what we were originally planning.
0: Thrived, because that never happens in construction at all. Oh, Absolutely yeah, yeah. Not. It's usually
1: six yeah, yeah. weeks later. Yeah, you can't get yeah. a little
0: restaurant built, let alone a whole casino. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: That's so that's awesome.
0: great then, though, too. So actually, you think it really gave you kind of a push forward to be able to really get everything done?
2: Yeah. I mean, we were, uh, like I said, we were planning on opening everything December 28th, and and uh, you know, one thing I knew going in is it, it takes a little while to, to kind of get the momentum going on a property, sure. and we were planning on that. Um, what what this really did is it allowed us to uh, open up two months early and 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 kind of get a little more of a, a little more momentum by the time we hit New Year's and everything. Yeah. So so for us, we were excited about it, and maybe we could generate a little bit of cash flow. And and uh, the other thing is, um, which was really pretty awesome, is that um, you know we're employing fifteen hundred. 1500 people here
1: that's awesome at, that's a point, huge.
2: at a point in time in Las Vegas when 1500 jobs is real important it's every you know a couple of years ago 50 okay it's additional 1500 jobs but right now jobs are needed so i thought that 100%. was uh, um even uh, a little more important now than under, under normal times 100% Absolutely. yeah
3: has the opening met your expectations so far yeah so that's a
2: that's a great question um <laughs> couple things when we first when we first did the pro forma for the project a we never did it with a pandemic in mind sure sure. course. b we never planned on opening without a hotel sure so uh so you know a lot of pretty substantial variables that weren't in the mix so i have to say that um yeah i mean i think i think what we're seeing um let's say from thursday nights uh friday nights all day saturday and all day sunday everything's going great um Monday through Wednesday is very, very slow. Sure. Which yeah. I think is the case everywhere it's in everywhere. Las Vegas right now. For sure. Yeah. And, um, you know, without having a hotel, I would say, you know, our morning business, and even right up to right now when we're talking, it's a little bit slower than what we would have thought. But that's only because people like to drink and gamble and get something to eat in the location they wake up. Sure. You and know, of So, so I know four weeks from now that dynamic's going to change a little bit. But yeah, on an overall basis, um, yeah, I'm real happy with how things open up.
3: Yeah, because yeah. just seeing on social media, I feel like everyone's coming down here, everyone's posting, everyone's eating in the restaurants, everyone's going out to the pool with a huge screen, yeah, everyone's checking out. checking out this huge sports book. Great job so far.
2: Yeah, so I mean, that's kind of the thing. It gets everybody an opportunity to figure out how to get here, figure out how to get it in and out of Garage Mahal, and figure out, you know, and you have an opportunity to see something new and something shiny in Vegas and it's uh, and it's pretty good to be able to get people out out and about to be
3: able to see something. Like, see yeah, something for the cool. record, it took us a couple laps to figure out how to park yeah, yeah, and get everything yeah, yeah, situated, yeah. but we found it.
0: Downtown Las uh, Vegas is a construction zone yeah. for sure. Um so since Circa is the first ground-up brand new casino in downtown Vegas since the 80s, do you think the surrounding properties look at Circa as competition or the beginning of like this new era of attracting more attention to downtown Las Vegas?
2: Uh, you know, the the cool thing about downtown Vegas for me is the fact that the Fremont Street Experience, um, it's a separate LLC. It's a separate corporation and mm-hmm. it's owned by all the casinos. So oh, wow. uh, I'm on the board of the Fremont Street Experience, as is Tillman Fertita at mm-hmm. the Golden Nugget, as yeah. is Terry Caudle from from uh, Four Queens, as you know, as is the 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 individuals from uh Boyd Gaming and the Fremont and and, and we meet every Tuesday, and, and when you meet every Tuesday and you have for a long, long time, <laughs> we, uh, we all kind of know each other's tendencies, and we all get along really well. So I had a chance to meet with all of, all, all of the other casinos to talk about Circa. This goes back a couple of years, yeah. and obviously there's a lot of questions, what's this going to do, and, and uh, I'd say everyone was um, over the top excited about it everyone was everyone was excited about creating another draw downtown and you just take something like garage mahal as an example um everyone is excited because it's going to create more um uh, more parking spots but it's going to create more of a destination and we know that when people come downtown everybody visits 3.5 casinos sure yeah so it's just it's just not many people come down to come down to downtown and visit one place. You're going to go bop yeah. around, check things out, things sure. like that. So, That's so true. No, yeah. everybody, everybody was, uh, was uh, yeah, really, really excited about it.
0: I mean, it's true. Well, you, know, you need a shining beacon to really bring people back down here too. And edu- I think there's a lot of people obviously being from Las Vegas for a lot of years and Drew growing up here there too. So every time I talk to someone too, they really don't know, especially tourists, they don't really know a lot about downtown Las Vegas yet. There's a lot to learn and a lot to show them, which I think is going to help. Whose idea was it to make it adults only?
2: Uh that was something I wanted to do for for a, for quite a while, and uh, and you know, I I thought it was going to be uh an idea that people would like. Yeah. Um. I I didn't expect that many people to jump on and, <laughs> and start talking about it like as a talking point. And the I think initially when people heard we were going to go uh, twenty one and over. Um, all the interviews I did were oriented, what's going on there? What type of strip club? Sure, do? sure. You, you yeah, right.
0: What's, <laughs> what did the kids do to you, you know?
2: There's something going on inside those <laughs> and, doors. And I had to quickly tell everybody, whoa, 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 you guys are going down the wrong path. That's not yeah. it at all. What, what we have is um, um, you know, a benefit. There's three entrances on the first floor, and then there's one entrance coming from Garage Mahal. Mm-hmm. And my old premise behind this was just simply really twofold. Number one, you know, at midnight when somebody's visiting from out of town and they've got a cigar in their hand, and they've got a they got a drink in their hand. Yeah. They just don't really want to get run over by by a baby stroller. One hundred percent doesn't sure. mean doesn't mean that individual doesn't like kids. Yeah. I mean, it, but but he, he probably spent a lot of time and effort to get a babysitter, fly out here, all that, and they're, everybody's trying to get away. You know, yeah. so so it's just that it was one of those things. I've been I've been sitting at the bar for so long around here for <laughs> well fourteen years, and I just heard a lot of complaints about. Oh my God, I can't believe. Uh, this person has their six-month-old out or their two, yeah, two-year-old the old morning, out at sure. 1 in the morning. Exactly. It just, it just kind of created a bad vibe. Yeah. So that was one point. But here's really the other one, and I think a lot of people didn't really understand this, but what this does is it allows us to ID everyone at one of the four entrances yeah. one time. And then when you come in, you never have to be bothered with getting ID Oh, that's again. good. That's so, true. So when you I, think about uh, someone goes up to a bar, and and orders a drink, they don't have to pull out their ID. If they go to a blackjack table, they don't have to do it. Let's just say you have a bachelorette party, and the bartender has to ID eight girls. Yeah. Sure. And it's 15 seconds per, it's like two minutes, and then, and then the bartender has to know, you know, 50 different IDs around the country, Absolutely. you know, and all that. And then, you know, you might have another group stack up behind them and then stack up behind them. Yeah. So really, f- for us, what it is, we thought it will allow us to provide much better customer service. So if somebody walks up to a bar, somebody walks up to a blackjack, and none of our bartenders or dealers or cocktail servers have to ask for an ID. Sure. They know yeah, they're smart. over 21. And we just thought that that was going to provide for a far, far superior customer service um, perspective. We thought that you know by going 21 and over, you know we're gonna lose a little bit of hotel business because some people are gonna come into town with their with their teenage son or daughter yeah. or, or something like that. We know we're gonna lose a bit a little bit of hotel business by doing it, but we thought that was worthwhile because we thought we could provide a far superior customer service um, um, standard for yeah. everybody that's in the casino.
1: Absolutely, from the guy that's the baby face of the group, right? Yeah, I get carded probably four or five times anytime I go out. Yeah. Right it's getting at the door, getting a drink. Sitting down to play some blackjack, I'm getting carded every single time, and it is not true. being, not having that is going to be. Incredible. It's a lot.
0: Plus, there's not a lot of. Fir- I mean, like you know, obviously the sports book and stadiums and were big attractions for you too. But when you're opening anything in Las Vegas, it's pretty tough to be the first anymore, right? You can improve on a lot of things too. So I think that's brought a lot of attention to the resort in addition to everything else that you guys did though too. It was small and maybe you didn't expect it to be a huge topic but everyone like grabbed onto that too and they were like what, what are you talking about? What do you mean adults only too? And I think that gave and people love that. If you look at Mexico and some of these other destinations like Cancun, Cabo adults only resorts are a huge attraction you know outside of people who don't want like you said strollers running over with and their Tommy feet. Running around. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. i saying Timmy Tom I'm trying to order a mojito right yeah. here you know. Get out of me. Stop grabbing my knee.
2: <laughs> I, mean, I think that's one of the things in Vegas at- some customer service at, at the nightclubs or at the day clubs is so great, but in reality, they they check your ID at the door. Sure. Yeah. You're not checking you every time you have to go up and order a drink or something. Like yeah. That. And I think I think that just gives you the ability to have some better customer service.
1: I love that.
0: I like it. It's good. Um, so as far as downtown Vegas goes, where do you obviously circa being a massive foot forward for downtown Vegas? And we've talked about downtown Las Vegas a lot on this show. Where do you see Las Vegas in the next 10 years, downtown Las Vegas specifically in the next 10 years, and like where the evolution comes from here?
2: Yeah, you know, I've been lucky enough. I I bought the Golden Gate in uh, 2006, and then 2008 the economy crashed, and then, um, you know, 2010, all of a sudden things started coming back because prices got much cheaper. And I got to be part of seeing this evolution of – what Fremont East became and then what's going on at symphony park and then the mom museum and the new city hall and just watching, watching Vegas kind of, kind of come back and being a little bit of a part of it has been pretty cool. I think, I think right now, I think you're going to, you're going to see, you know, a continued amount of investment into this surrounding area. The, um, there's a pretty big project that's going to be opening in March, just a few months away at symphony park. A couple of pretty, Pretty big residential locations, yeah um that have been under construction now for a little over a year, and they open in uh opened in uh open in March, just really heck a couple blocks from here, yeah, and I think you know each of them are around three hundred and forty units uh so it's gonna bring a lot more people sure. that actually live down live for down sure. this way. So I think that's great. And then I think uh, you're going to continue to see some additional projects on Fremont East. And I think you're going to have a few more projects here, you know, in the arts district, in the medical district. So I think you're going to continue to see, see some growth, uh, growth in this area.
3: Yeah, we've always talked about and said once they fix and improve the living situation downtown for locals to want to come and move down here and live down here, work down here, play down here, that's when I think downtown will really boom, like you said. So Yeah, I think
2: I've got – I probably have about 10, uh, 10 people that work here either at Circa or the D that are all excited about this new – about this um, – these couple of new projects because uh, it just makes things easy. You know, yeah, if You absolutely. live right down yep. here and – you you don't have to worry about you know at after work if you get a few drinks you know you're close enough yeah. you can just head home buy sure. home sure. whatever sure. so I think I think um, you know that these two these two projects are the
3: next next great thing
2: downtown I think it's going to keep rolling yeah
3: and it'll time. make it safer yeah. you know yeah. no, for people to feel more sure. comfortable walking downtown late at night if you improve the residential living aspect people will feel more safe. And it just helps everything go Plus, we've seen
0: the past five to seven years downtown Vegas has drastically changed with the offerings that it has, too. So obviously the next five to ten years, too. We're hoping, obviously, as are you, and pioneering it, but it's going to boom even more. Um, Since we are sitting in the sportsbook right now, thank you for building it, by the way. Perfect perfect podcast studio. It's (laughs)
1: huge. Kind of watching the game as we go. go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Since you built the world's largest sportsbook, uh, here at Circa. So while it seems that everyone is focusing on mobile betting, I know Circa has a an incredible mobile gag, uh, betting app. Do you think the sportsbook is still a big attraction, to officer people to be a communal betting atmosphere and watching the game versus the the uh, the boom of mobile betting?
2: Yeah, you know, I I um, I'm excited about the fact that currently there's 19 states that offer legalized sports betting yeah. uh, on their phones, and and that number is going to continue to go up in the future, and my thought about it always was that the more people that are betting around the country, that when they come to Vegas, whether they're coming for a convention or whether they're coming for just fun or whatever, they're all going to want to come and see the the world's biggest sports book.
3: Hundred percent.
2: And you know, we've been open now for uh, for a total of five uh, football Sundays here, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty awesome. I mean, the place gets filled up, the roar of the crowd um, sure. watching all the games. So I. I'm a big believer that, that even if you have um, the ability to make a bet on your phone, people still love getting together and getting a couple buckets of beer, getting some yeah. food from Victory Burger or, or, or Project Barbecue delivered right to you and you get to hang out and watch football all day. Um, I think there's a big communal element where, where watching um, sports is an event in and of itself. We yeah. have the ability to to transform the old Clark County courthouse into the downtown Las Vegas event center in in 2015 and we kind of built out all these watch parties. It was watch parties for the Golden Knights, watch parties for UNLV basketball things like that. And I I always thought that when people get together to watch a game, it's a more social um a social socially interactive type of type of scenario, more so than if you're going to a game. Sure. Like if you yeah, go to a game and you've got tickets, yeah, sure. let's say you've got six tickets in the same row. Well, if you're sitting in seat A and somebody else is an F, you're not really talking that much. Yeah, not at all. not at all. But this on a watch environment, whether it's at our sports book or stadium swim, People are are engaged in a different way while they're talking with everybody. They're going, "Oh, I can't believe this play! I can't believe this play! I want to make yeah. it. Another. So it's 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 um it's a real social way of watching games, and which is which is really different than just the pure betting on your phone, where you could be doing that at your house by yourself.
3: Yeah, very sure. true. Yeah, it's completely different, and I think that's probably why you built such these amazing social experiences for these guests. Like looking at the sports book, it's crazy. Same with the pool on the outside with the huge screens. That's crazy. That's, crazy. that's a cool social experience. Yeah, he's yeah. he's ruining my house
0: immediately. As yeah. look <laughs> As I look behind it, the house is trash, garbage, <laughs> trash, <laughs> absolutely terrible. Uh, plus, everyone wants to go see the world's biggest anything. By the yeah, way, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. So it's a great title. It's a great way incredible. to get people through the door to see it. Because honestly, as we're sitting here right now, too, like I, NFL players are, you know, thirty-five feet behind me right now. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, how, by the way, so the other huge addition to Circa is the Stadium Swim. So, tell us a little bit about that and how you came up with Stadium Swim. Uh, essentially, people are going to be watching. Are you a big pool party
2: guy? I uh, I am. I love day clubs. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, so <laughs> all we right? all love we day, all clubs. All day right. clubs. I <laughs> love day clubs. Yeah. So so really, it, it evolved. It started, I would say, probably 2012. Uh, my okay. wife and I, we would head out and we go to we go to one day club or another and um we always go out with some friends and things like that and we get a cabana or get a table or something and then inevitably you know it's it's april or may or whatever and i can't i got a couple big bets on games yeah. and i can't freaking find a television to watch <laughs> the game I want right. while while yeah, i, yeah. That's I true. mean i'm real i was real happy to you know be at chain smokers or beaty or, or 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 whatever but but when I got a big game going, I can't. There's not a frickin' TV that works. Yeah, turn I, these I, lasers crazy. off and turn on ESPN immediately. No, I don't. But I don't need it. I just need it on the side. You know, when, yeah, you, when yeah, it gets yeah. out to overtime, yeah. I want to watch a couple minutes. Exactly, That's it for sure. So it's just kind of how it kind of evolved, and I've always loved the pool scene, and I've I loved the nightclub scene. Uh, maybe a little bit more so when I was your age, but uh, but uh, but I but I love it. And and uh, really, what happened was we ended up doing these events um at the downtown las vegas event center and we we tried all kinds of different styles different size screens different type of environment different type of speakers and uh and and it was really four years of testing events is how we developed stadium swim and that's That's kind of why i wanted to build a a tiered um a tiered uh uh, aqua theater type of thing i wanted to have Water is part of it. I mean, heck, we, we even bought it we bought a monstrous pool and put it in the event center just to try it out. And then <laughs> yeah. like, wow, people are hanging out there. Then we built the bar next to it. Whoa. People like walking up, walking up and buying from that bar. It was pretty cool. And that, that's yeah. how a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff we did was stuff we just kind of trialed out a little bit. There was a even
3: a sand beach at one point.
2: There was a sand, sand beach. Sand beach. That's oh, right. Really? Really? We had yeah. Sammy, we had Sammy that's Hagar's wild. yeah, uh, yeah. Uh,
3: his birthday party over there. Yeah. We brought in a sand beach. There was a pool they had constructed. There was a sand beach. That's there incredible. were girls in the sand, guys hanging out, drinking beer. It was, it was wild. <laughs> Vegas has <laughs> it, it all. I love it. Vegas love
0: has it. it all. So, anything big planned for Stadium Swim that everybody needs to know about for the winter upcoming next year.
2: Yeah, I mean the the thing about I always thought was, you know, how why why do pools stay open in Aspen or Vail or yeah. these or northern <laughs> Michigan if they can put keep a pool up, why do all the pools in Vegas close? I just never yeah. understood that. So, we wanted to build something where we can maintain the temperature so we we try to keep it about 93, 95. Oh wow. Um I had my uh, first full NFL Sunday at stadium swim yesterday. We had about 20 people and uh Watched all the games up there. Uh, I was happy to say. I mean, it was it was sold out. So it was it was pretty good. We we've, we've kind of we sold out every cabana every Sunday. We've been open now. Oh wow! Um, so and fun. the fact that now we're getting into, into December, or January. I mean, I I know it's going to be different in the summer, but right now doing this in the you know in the winter kind of kind of pretty cool. So yeah. what we wanted to do is we wanted to create something where it's it's basically sun, music, and fun during the day, and then at night. We kinda of roll it over into a great place to watch the World Series or watch a Golden Knights game or yeah, watch time, watch football yeah, sure. games and things like that. So so we're we're opening at eight o'clock and you know, right now we're running till about eleven PM. Okay. I think in the summer we might run a little bit later. But it's that's probably one thing that's a little bit different than a day club. You know, where where a day club opens at eleven, you better be there by twelve. If yep. You're not there by twelve thirty, you're gonna lose your cabana. Sure, sure. Yeah, exactly. You gotta hurry up and get ready. Two o'clock headliners yeah. on. Four o'clock headliners. He knows the schedule. He knows the schedule. He knows the schedule. And it's boom. At four thirty, the pool empties out. Five, you gotta be out the yeah, door. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm Six stumbling out. out rotating out, on, Flip flop. Yeah, yeah. I'm stealing
3: <laughs> the pool
0: towel. Yeah, I'm Taking it all. Classic day. You know what No one wants to not do that in the winter, by the way. Yeah, keep it going. Uh, so but just to give you guys uh a a view of what this is though too, this is like a this is a small outdoor viewing area too. This is what four thousand person capacity, right?
2: Yep, four thousand.
0: And the how many pools are six?
2: Six pools. We have a total of six pools, two jacuzzis, a uh, hundred and forty three foot uh, outdoor video
3: screen.
1: Yep.
2: So we had we had a seventy foot screen out at uh, out at our event center. We just wanted to make it bigger. <laughs> Don't, don't
3: we all wait? So this is twice the size of that screen. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, that screen's big, too. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, house is trash. Yeah. House is over.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Never, never again am I watching games. there.
1: Yeah, the theater room in the house yeah. is not a theater
0: anymore. We accept your invite to come to the cabana next <laughs> Sunday. Yes, we, we accept. <laughs> we accept. Um, so speaking about gambling, you're a notorious gambler as well. Do you think being in the industry gives you an edge at all?
2: Um, I would say. Maybe the fact that I, I kind of grew up gambling um, that kind of helped me a little bit maybe in my thought process a little yeah. bit um, from from the casino perspective um, as far as uh, as far as gambling uh, on sports yeah I probably hear a little bit little bit more than maybe most just because we have a whole division that this <laughs> yeah for sure for sure I mean I mean thirty seconds ago, thirty seconds before I come in Schefter puts out a tweet. Saying that the Ravens game on Tuesday is now going to get pushed to Wednesday, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. From the time I'm in my office, going to the elevator, come down here to see you guys, I see the tweet hit. I already have two texts. Hey, ch- lines changing. Hey, this is moving. So, oh, wow. so we have a whole department that of that course. basically live for information. Sure. They That's they have to cool. know. So, maybe I hear a little bit a little bit more than more than most. But I'll tell you what, sports is a pretty efficient market, and uh, and. um and that's really what it is. It's really become a market. So as soon as there's some news and information, you, you see the wagers right start flying in. Yeah.
0: Uh, so cool. Yeah, 100%. Yeah.
1: As an avid sports fan, that's the coolest yeah. thing
0: ever. Yeah, You yeah. got all, all the inside data. Yeah, for sure. Um, so obviously everyone really, especially living in Las Vegas, everyone always kind of wants to know the behind the scenes of what's really going on too or any crazy things that have ever happened. Uh, do you have a most outrageous request a guest has ever asked for at any of the properties that you've ever owned?
2: Yeah, there's a few, but um, we can't get into those. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay, that, that's perfect. That, even, that's better.
0: Right. That's that's even,
1: even
2: better.
0: better. Yeah, that's it even better. That's even better. You don't even, better. even get to know they're so ridiculous.
2: I, I love yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of crazy stories, but uh, but you know, not to get anybody in trouble. But I mean, obviously, there's a lot of people that come to Vegas that uh, that maybe are you know sneaking out of town, or maybe don't want their boss or someone else to know that they're busting out for a day. Sure, sure. You, you get a lot of, and, and and when somebody comes to Vegas under that premise, um, it usually goes haywire. Oh, yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. What?
3: <laughs> yeah. We are wildly no, saying no this could we go wrong.
0: <laughs> These camera phones take pictures? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, well, guys, you don't get to know because it's that ridiculous. So now you can just let your imagination run wild. That's even better. With what could have That's happened, even better. With what could have happened. Um so you used to actually own a piece of the 51s, the former minor league baseball team here in Vegas. Um, so we want to know, since we don't get invited to all the secret...
3: Uh, Tomorrow's sp- meeting, the yeah, Tuesday yeah, meeting. Yeah, we're the, not in the uh, Tuesday uh, meeting. The,
0: the, the secret Don's meeting. Um, do you think, and is there a sports team coming to downtown Las Vegas?
2: Oh, you know, wait, back when I, I owned the 51s, that was... Um 2007 to 2013. Okay, when uh, when I first bought it, we were the AAA team for the Dodgers. Yeah, and then we re we were four years as the AAA team for the Toronto Blue Jays. Okay, and then we ended up selling the team just as they were reaffiliated with the Mets. The um, the cool thing about owning the the AAA baseball team is you know you have a lot of players that make it to the big leagues. Sure, I think so, like yeah, during awesome. the time during the time uh, we owned it, I think it was like I had 140 you know players that made it to the big oh, leagues wow, so that's it's a pretty lot. cool. That's crazy. And and I'm still pretty good friends with a lot of them now. They still still you know, every time they're in town they'd shoot me a text or something. Um, but way back then I've always thought that Vegas was a really underserved market for a, for a professional sports team. But remember like 2009, 2010 People were all saying, "Oh, no, sports team will ever come to Las Vegas because of the sports, because of the gambling." Cause yeah. Cause of the gambling. Yeah. That's
3: all they'd say. Well,
0: Things have changed a, a little bit, you
2: know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, how great is this that uh, what, what Bill Foley did get NHL here? Yeah, and then having the Golden Knights being so wildly popular, um, I think it just blew the lid off of everything. And then, yeah, who would have ever thought the NFL would would have come here? You know, and Never. then with Mark What's Davis it? bringing bringing the team and amazing. and uh, and just amazing. So I think the whole stigma of gambling is just is gone down. Is yeah. just totally, and now now the sports leagues have have officially changed their position. Like as opposed For sure. to we're against having they're everything partnering. to do with gambling. Yeah, because yeah, they can make which, money off it now yeah. too right, you know? which which after all those years, you know, they, they always had that position. But yeah. it was really they're talking out of two sides of their mouth. Because sure. they understood if a guy has a wager on the game Odds are he's going to stay in the stadium longer. He's going to buy an extra beer. Yep. He's going to watch. The, your TV evening. ratings are going to go up, sure. you know, and all that. So they always were talking out of both sides of their mouth. But now it's come, you know, the extreme the other way. Now they're taking positions in FanDuel. And yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Of crazy. And Official partners at every team now. Exactly. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. So the, I, la- the lounges
0: too, you know. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I've always thought Vegas, Vegas was an underserved market that I thought could handle. Um, a sports team and I'm just glad to see what's happened with the Golden Knights and then uh, you know with, with the Raiders but I do think I do think Vegas can handle more than two major league franchises Definitely. And, absolutely and, and I think the Vegas market's going to be a little bit different than maybe other cities in as much as I think there's a tremendous amount of, of visitor demand to this destination you know i think sure. think about like, if you're a green bay packer fan often green bay packer fans take one road trip a year you know and yeah. you know they might have eighty thousand people to go watch the green bay packers play at the great. arizona cardinals yeah. well, not all of them are getting into the game they just overrun you know the every city. bar yeah. and everything yeah. else like that so i think it's kind of the same thing here and i think i could tell you very recently um it was a week ago sunday when we had the Chiefs playing in town against the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. Monster and at game. stadium swimming was seventy percent Chiefs fans. That's oh insane. wow. And 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 you saw, I mean, Chiefs fans were surrounding Allegiant Stadium, sure. and bar. People travel. So so I think Vegas can actually handle more than just the two two teams we currently have. Yeah, Absolutely.
0: fans fans always especially NFL too, they circle that one or two games they can go travel for the season. Vegas yeah. is Why not always gonna be, Vegas, that right? Yeah, one hundred percent. Exactly
3: like you said, you have these some families that live in, you know, a Green Bay where it's you know twenty degrees at some of these football games that these people are going to for a family of four with the husband and wife and the two kids, it's the perfect excuse for one trip a year to go to Vegas, go see a show, have some dinner and oh, we can also squeeze in a football game yeah, it's casually. Like the Packers yeah. are playing their Raiders yeah. it's on now Sunday.
1: 3 day weekend. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So
0: do you? There was a lot of rumors that there was an MLS team that was probably going to come to downtown Vegas. Do you think that's happening?
2: Yeah, you know, at one point, uh, you know, Justin Finley got pretty close to getting a deal done to build a, to build a stadium here, and it came down to a pretty, pretty, uh, pretty tight vote, and uh, it didn't happen. Um, so I think MLS, uh, you know, decided to look look elsewhere. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but I, but I, but I certainly believe that Vegas will have another sports team whether it's nba whether it's major league baseball or mls I, I i don't think it's yeah too much too much further down the road you
0: think you think three to five years or even
2: or even sooner uh you know i think i think it could be a little bit sooner i think uh the pandemic's actually accelerated the process and the reason is is the 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 current um major uh, franchise owners um this has been a really rough year for sure sure uh, absolutely I mean, the amount of money that the major league baseball owners have lost the amount i mean not being able to have a ticketed fan um hockey hockey's really in the same boat because tickets are tickets are most important in uh in the NHL than they are second most important in 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 major league baseball and without having fans in the stands it really impacts the those uh those um uh, sports, so I think I think baseball is kind of set up. I mean, there's 30 teams in baseball. I think everybody likes 32 team leagues. Yeah. So I think baseball could be there, and then with what's happened in the NBA, I think uh, you know there's a few owners that are like thinking, "Oh man, I want I want to get rolling here, and this yeah. is
3: a great time. I want to, a piece of Vegas. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I yeah, piece.
0: I I I don't think that. I mean, you're you're completely right too. When when the Knights first came here. Everyone was like, oh, okay, cool, we have an NHL team, whatever. And then literally it seemed like overnight everyone was reading hockey for dummies. Like the yeah. best part about the leagues is that I think everyone here, there was a huge sect of people here that became hockey fans first and then became Golden Knights fans at the same time. You know, it was like, they were like, hey, yeah. I always like the sport and maybe I'll go catch a game if I get some tickets, if a friend has some. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, I'm going to spend my $200 hard-earned money to go see them and buy season tickets. Sure. I yeah. now love this sport fully of, dive in, of yeah. hockey. right? Too, I think it's just in general it was great to – Introduce that to Las Vegas. Obviously, NFL is a different story too, but well, albeit MLS too, it could be a major new attraction for people, just for the MLS in general. Obviously, MLB would be incredible too, and NBA. I mean, we have a few arenas around here. You know what I'm saying? Stash yeah. one of them up. Let's go. <laughs> you know,
2: our our, our chief in- operating officer is just like you. He's a born and raised Vegas. Guy yeah, and uh, never really uh, had had been to a hockey game uh, at all. And now, uh, you know, when the Golden Knights play um his schedule changes you know sure I mean? he, sure his wife's schedule changes and yeah, uh I
1: like it. and
2: they they love hockey and they love the golden knights and and uh to have have you know all these new fans that really you know that that weren't hockey fans 10 or ever or, or ever 30 ever, years ever, ago, yeah. yeah yeah that that it's it's pretty awesome to see it yeah That's it's crazy, crazy 100
0: percent. um you lions or raiders fan
2: I'm uh, I'm definitely a Lions fan. Okay. I always will be a Lions fan, but I'm going to root for the home team here. Right. Now, now realize also that as a Lions fan, <laughs> I, sure. I have always always picked one other team to root. <laughs> sure, for sure, Every sure.
0: year, yeah, I don't blame
3: you.
2: The Lions oh,
3: so have good. won one A, one B. They yeah.
2: have they have won one playoff game in my lifetime. Yeah, oh my and uh, every year I've always picked one AFC team to to sure. uh, to kind of root for. So. Uh, Raiders are Raiders are uh, fill that, that so, fill that gap down. Yeah, same
3: as my father. My father's actually from Detroit as well, and uh, so he grew up a huge Lions fan, a Red Wing fan. So I grew up a huge Red Wing fan during the dynasty. Uh, but yeah, he now he's got his Vegas teams, but. For right. the longest time, he's forever a Detroit fan, but you can shift they they're, yeah. they're all trash. They're all trash. You've earned it.
0: You've earned it. After a few of those years racked up, too, you've earned You've earned a fallback team.
2: I'm not really worried about the Lions playing the Raiders in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, yeah. They have a sweat. You know, <laughs> where you really have to pick a side. Yeah. Yes, okay,
0: we'll deal with that when it happens. Yeah. Um, so one thing that we all notice, obviously, we talk about business and marketing a ton on this podcast. Um, you handle marketing differently than most any other casino companies in Las Vegas. Uh, you're somewhat of a famous actor at this point. Um, <laughs> so what edge do you think featuring yourself in a lot of the marketing and for your properties gives you in general? Well, do you have an IMDB page, by the way? <laughs>
2: <No>. <laughs> I do. Okay, I we, actually need to, have one. Yeah, we need to
0: get you on. We're, <laughs> um, we're going to lace it up.
2: Well, first off, it just kind of evolved that way. Sure. It wasn't it wasn't uh, there wasn't a whole lot of forethought to it. And then uh, I thought, well, I'm the cheapest guy they could find, so that that, that fits the bill. Smart, smart. And, and then uh, and then after that, it's just there's a certain element. We come up with ideas, and you know, most of our ideas uh, get developed after midnight. You know, sitting <laughs> yeah. at Long Bar sure, or sure. at Golden Gate late night, and we just come up with some ideas and see see if. Uh, if they feel good when we go to bed, we rethink about them the next morning.
0: <laughs> Double check more yeah. more
2: often well, than scary. not. We're like, oh god, that's a terrible. <laughs> that was horrible. Double that check. was horrible.
0: Hey, let me run this by someone else really <laughs> quick, just just to make sure. But
2: we just try to have a lot of fun with what we're doing, and uh, like a lot of like all the people that 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 are a lot of my top top executives and, and directors, uh, they're real characters. Our hosts are characters, and. uh we uh, we promote having a couple drinks at work. We promote smiling, laughing, uh, telling customers, uh, you know, how glad we are to see them, and and just kind of come up with different ideas. We we uh, we have a lot of fun with what we do. For we sure, tell. yeah,
0: yeah. Well, that's obviously different. Usually, you don't have a face to a casino in this modern age. It's such a big property, too. Do people stop you when you're walking around, or?
2: Yeah, look at my all figures. the time. My my, my, my yeah. Mr. <laughs> hands shaking all week. We're doing this on a Monday. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, no, I love meeting. I love meeting customers. I love uh, you know. Nowadays, you take a lot of pictures and stuff like that. But I, yeah. I love meeting customers. Customers have great ideas, and you know, you learn a lot about about different things. And like, I, I mean, just simple stuff that. Hey, uh, I'm so glad I'm I'm here for I'm here in Vegas. And I'm having a great time. There. Oh, by the way, I'm in eight, I'm room in eighteen eighteen twenty two, and your secondary lamp uh, is not working. Okay, write the <laughs> note down. But it's like nonstop stuff. Yeah, like that. sure. And I, kinda, I love lot. the instant feedback, and we you know. And I just love meeting customers and our, and our and our people do, and we just have a have a lot of fun. I love, I that. like it. Well, we're That's
0: available awesome. for commercials, by the way. Too. Yeah, let us know. You you know. Here let you know. You go. We'll jump in there. Yeah, when you want some extra faces, you let us know. <laughs> um, so you earlier this year, you get a flight giveaway, not which I thought was incredible too, just to promote Vegas in general. It wasn't anything to do with your properties. Did you think it would explode? It was insane. like it did when you actually first released this too. So if you guys don't, don't know, he actually did a giveaway where it was he was giving away flights to Las Vegas with no requirement to stay at his properties at all too, anywhere in Las Vegas. Really, just to get people coming back here. It went absolutely crazy.
2: It did go absolutely crazy. <laughs> it I, <did.
0: laughs> like I, it went, cra- it went unbelievable.
2: I, sometimes you don't know if some of those things are going to happen, but yeah, that one went crazy. But I'll tell you exactly how that happened. It was, it was in April. We were we were talking like you know, once we're able to open up, we got to do something that gets people excited to come back to Las Vegas. And I want to do something with flights because um, the airline industry is an industry that's so important to tourism here. And 100%. and let's do something that supports airlines. So the thought was, is it one airline? I'm like, no, let's get all of them. So our guys reached out and we talked to them, basically. You know all, all the major airlines and see if they want to participate. We said, hey, we want to buy. Let's just say, let's say between 40 to 50 seats from, let's say, five to 10 of your destinations. What do you got? We wanted to. We wanted to geographically do this a little bit all over the country. Yeah. Sure. And then the airlines all came back saying, yeah, I'll get you 30 seats from Milwaukee on on the on the day you open. Then, you know. 10 from Appleton, Wisconsin, some Minneapolis. So I'm like, okay, so everybody's kind of being a part of it. And then what we said is when we announced it was like, okay, we're going to open on June 4th. Um, we had flights that lasted for about, I don't know, four or five days, and they're a little bit all over. We just first come, first serve. And if you wanted to stay at our properties, uh, that's cool. That'd be great. And if you want to stay elsewhere, that's cool too because this yeah. is – Something that, that Las Vegas needs. Uh, sure. I mean, yeah. the deal only has 629 hotel rooms, and we yeah. bought a 1,000 flights, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, of course they had to stay somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. And then when we put it out there, and we said, okay, first come, first serve, and I forget the exact time, but it was something like we did at 9 a.m. Yeah. And then by, like, 10.30 or 11 a.m., they're all booked. Gone. We're yeah. like, what? We were in an operation. We're like, what? <laughs> it's like, this can't be. And then and then uh, we were right in the meeting. We said, wow.
0: Did you run this all in-house, too?
2: Yeah. yeah oh, wow. And then we just said they went that quick. Wow, that's amazing! Uh, why don't you call the airlines see if they got a thousand more? <laughs> now realize we're not talking about eight hundred dollar. Yeah. We're, we're buying one way flights. Yeah, sure, again. sure, sure. And this is coming off of when Vegas was shut down. So I mean, yeah. we we had the ability. We had some pretty good deals here. Yeah. Um, but we bought. Yeah, I, I think we offered up like two thousand one way flights into Vegas. Yeah. You know, I think seventeen hundred of them ended up getting taken and things like that. So yeah, it was cool.
1: That's
0: awesome. Yeah, so we've done some giveaways on this podcast. We've done a lot of giveaways on the podcast, yeah. and that one went absolutely crazy on social media. Like yeah. went unbelievable. Like you said, it's people just like, even if the, the monetary value isn't that crazy, it's just the thought process of saying, hey, you know what? Here's a thousand flights. Come here, come to Vegas. You don't have to stay at my properties, too. Let's get this city going again. Uh unbelievable. Outside it was huge. Thinking. Yeah, yeah so for awesome. sure. Yeah. Uh another one of our favorite marketing things you did was Kanye West tweeted that he was $50 million in debt. We talk about Kanye a lot on this podcast. Okay. You yeah. tweeted to him that if he performed at the Downtown Event Center, that Kanye could keep all the ticket revenue, and that went super viral. Did does Kanye ever tweet you back?
2: Uh, no, we just put it out there. I couldn't believe so. We, we do a lot of goofy stuff. I
0: love stuff it. Yeah, like no, we love way. that. No, we yeah,
2: love yeah. it. Yeah. So we're just out there messing around. like When that, when that story came out about, about Kanye, yeah, we, put, we just put the tweet out and like, we got a lot of goofy things like that. And then you yeah, have people picked it up. Like, we yeah, we didn't expect him to come and play, but we had just, he had just played, uh, I think it was like earlier that year, Life is Beautiful or something okay. like that. And yeah. Put it out there. Yeah.
0: Kanye, just want to let you know the offer still stands. <laughs> send a little, send a tweet. <laughs> the offer send still a tweet stands. So, Kanye, if you're listening, you know, we got you. We'll be a part of it. We'll do a whole thing. We'll do an episode too. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we'll yeah, everyone, yeah. Man. We'll be there on location. Um, we obviously do want to touch on the fact too, obviously legend Tony Shea passed away a few days ago too. Um were you guys really close?
2: Yeah, I got to know Tony pretty well. I mean, um I uh I liked Tony personally. Um I liked what he brought to Vegas and uh yeah, it's uh it's just sad. I mean, I think I've used this quote saying It's a sad day for uh for downtown Vegas. Um but it's a sad time for America. Yeah. And yeah. The reason I say that is, no one gets to know what we didn't get to see. No one Definitely. gets to understand the the next act. And um, you know, I don't know if, how well you guys follow this, but uh, but Tony's uh, was going down this uh, this new path. And uh, and I mean, the website just went up a few weeks ago. You know, the, with the rabbit hole and. The number of new projects um, in in some in Park City, um, some in other areas of the country, some in Las Vegas, Um, he was just ready to bust out with uh, a whole bunch of new projects. And for that, that's why I say it's just just kind of a sad, sad situation for America um, that we never get to see um, the amount of capital. And the amount of passion one guy could put in, I mean, you know, he obviously stepped down as, C- as CEO of Zappos uh, back a few months ago, but it was all just getting prepared for the rabbit hole yeah. and and all these incredible projects that were coming up, and that's that's something where I think as a country we're really going to miss out on. Sure,
0: yeah, yeah, absolute legend, visionary, beyond belief. Obviously changed downtown Las Vegas in general too. So obviously a huge loss. Um, so we end each of our episodes with with a segment called Eat, Drink, and Budget. And we give recommendations on where to eat or something to eat to, uh, where it's something to drink, whether it's a, a place to go or a cocktail or a brand that you might like to, and uh, binge, something to binge to, whether it be a book, a TV show, podcast, whatever it may be too, something that you're into. Obviously, we'd love yours to be anything in Vegas right, outside of your properties, like recommendations of your favorites to eat or drink. Obviously, binge, it can be whatever you want. Um, I'll start so it gets, gets around to you last. We, we got to put you on the spot, see who you can come up with. All right. Um, so eat it for me. Is uh, finesse catering okay here in Las Vegas? Uh, honestly, they're amazing. So every holiday, every holiday, they do these like boxes, like holiday boxes, Thanksgiving boxes, Christmas boxes, July Fourth, whatever else too. And these crazy like, you know, you know, you always need something just to give to someone for, sure, sure. for the holidays too. We did a couple this year too for Mother's Day, for Valentine's Day too. So they have some crazy ones coming out for the holidays. They're super amazing. They're local. Okay. Uh, our friend Jackie yeah. owns a company. Honestly, super good. Oh, yeah. So chef ch- Okay, yeah, cool. Ch- check, check them out. Finesse Catering. She's a chef. They're incredible. They can put custom things together, too. They also do small events. Big fan of their work, too. We get some of their stuff every holiday, too. So we're going to get a bunch of the Christmas ones, too. So check them out. Finesse Catering. Super
3: delicious. There you go. Boom. A uh, big
1: thing in Vegas is like these, like all twenty-four hour pubs and stuff. So the other night, I was looking for something to eat. I stopped by a place called The Lodge on Cactus. Yeah, yeah. I had their Lodge's great. Yeah, I had their ca- uh, Cajun pasta. It was incredible.
3: There you go. You gotta love bars, it's like the taverns having good food. Yeah,
1: but it was like amazing pasta. It Did was, you partake in a little drinking beforehand? Uh, no, I just got off work. So okay, taken, got it, got it. I was going to say This is a, 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 a drunk review. No, it okay, was okay, yeah, really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah.
0: okay, it's um, a late, late dinner, extra late dinner. It was like yeah. four in the morning, dinner, yeah, for sure. Shout out loud, Big Ambrose supporter We love you.
3: Uh, so I cooked for the first time for Thanksgiving. I made, a oh green, God. <laughs> I made a green bean casserole. I didn't realize it was so easy to make. It turned out great. Super easy. Yeah, just cream of mushrooms, some canned green beans or fresh green beans. I used the canned ones and little crispy onions. Green bean casserole. There's a there battle. Melissa, Melissa's whole entire family hates green bean casserole. They make what? it every single year because I love it. Yeah, it's
0: oh, fantastic. I well, must I'm really love you. spooning it out like a loser yeah, yeah, in the corner. Yeah, green <laughs> yeah. bean casserole. And they're like, hey, you better eat this for every single day. I'm like, I can't have... I can't have me casserole in December. This is like a two-day thing. Yeah, you know. There you go. Um, eat it. Any sp- any favorite places that you have in Las Vegas?
1: Yeah, Derek?
0: Um,
2: there's a there's a, quite a few, but I would say the one that uh, we've been hitting up late night, um, le- even though it doesn't have to be late night, is uh, El Dorado Cantina. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, yeah, I was just there yeah. last week. Yeah, That's so good. Yeah, oh, have you uh, been to
0: the new one in Summerlin? Yeah, okay. So I
2: live uh, I live a couple blocks from there, so yeah. for me, it's a pretty easy. Uh, Call here, and then by the time I get home, it's an easy pickup here. Sure, so. It's perfect. So El Dorado's great. They got that that uh, table side. If you're going in, that table yeah, the side guacamole—that's the, guacamole. Yeah, the do it. It. Uh, thing. Do and then you have to have you have to put your spice level on the guac because it can <laughs> go elf way go quick.
0: I always, I always shoot it too high. By the way, I'm I'm a I'm a definite person. I'll pay double for anything if you make it next to my table. Yeah, <laughs> Caesar salad, guacamole, no problem. Yeah, you are that guy. Anything that's made next to me, I double the price. It's totally fine. Uh, by the way, shout out Aaron Baker, Chris Zady, uh for. Um, For El Dorado, amazing Uh, drink. Mine's a brand called Usual Wines, so um, it's like a single. It's actually nicer wine, but they're single serving wines again. Really sick bottle, not that expensive at all. Um, Another really good brand if you don't want to open a full bottle of wine all the time, too. And it's actually pretty affordable. Yeah, so little guys, but you can come in a set. It can be different thing, different reds, different whites, different rosés, little gift pack, whatever. Uh, But Usual Wines, really good. Um, Check them out.
1: Yeah. So mine's holiday season is here. Starbucks, my drink for the holiday season is the Caramel Ribbon Crunch. Uh, <laughs> wow, yeah. Those, those sugar,
3: sugar drinks are unbelievable. Insane.
1: Add an extra little bit of the Caramel Crunch. Okay. And then uh, whip in the whipped cream. Gotta go. Got it. Good to go. All right, there you go. Easy.
3: So last night I went to Red Rock Casino in Summerlin and went to Mary Crimson the little Christmas-themed yeah, yeah. pop-up they have there. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Lights everywhere. It was out of this world. But all their cocktails. They had super cute uh, holiday-themed cocktails. They were great. Obviously, strict more for Instagram for the visual aspect, but they weren't that bad. That's nice. what it
0: takes, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the so yeah. sprinkles on top are low over here. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And everything was
3: in like an ornament or a shape of a Christmas tree. They had a Grinch-themed one. It was great. Yeah. Uh, Crimson at the Red Rock. I like good. that. What, do you, what are
0: you drinking, Derek? You got a favorite cocktail or a favorite brand or a favorite place?
3: I am fa- I'm, I'm struggling
2: because you said it has to be something that it's not on property, right?
0: I can be, on, on, be on property, property. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, for well, sure. yeah. Let's do it. I mean, yeah.
2: as part of my job, I drink for my job, so yeah. I try to only there drink while I'm at work. <laughs> there, <laughs> there, no you go. At home. there you like the go. Mom. I love that. That's what do you got? Best. What do
0: you got? Give it to us.
2: I would tell you that I, I really, this is this is as fresh as it can be. I mean, I really enjoyed drinking at Stadium Swim yesterday. I okay. had about 20 people outside. We watched the early games, the late games, and then there were a lot of music, and people were dancing and things That's like awesome. that. And I, uh, I just really enjoyed that vibe of uh, of of having a. I had a couple of uh, vodka lemonades. I, I drink Cap'n and Diet Diet as my primary drink right. choice, okay. and then we had a you know a few buckets of beer. So it was a, it was a good a winning Sunday. That's wow! a winning right? Sunday. We're gonna We're going to yeah, do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. We're going go, go, to. Go do that. Yeah, in, sure.
0: I told you. In, invitation is accepted. I'll see you on. <laughs> just tell us what command it is. We'll be there. Uh, binge it. I don't know if anyone's ever said it this one too, but The Crown on Netflix. I haven't seen it. Before, I I've never it. gave it a shot. And it's like, I actually like finding new shows that have a couple seasons in. So like, I know that if I like it, I have a little, I have a little runway. But The Crown is the story of Queen Elizabeth like her and it's actually obviously based on facts too since you know this is from when she actually took the crown from her dad king george and all the way into like this present season has like princess diana and stuff into it too awesome uh ridiculous show it's like one of those shows like kind of like the old school hbo shows too where they spend like a million dollars an episode like just the whole thing is unbelievable but the crown on netflix check it out super good um if you want to be you know get a british vibe going you know what i mean I like it. What do you got?
1: I'm sticking with the holiday season, Christmas movies, my favorite. Are you hallmarking? Huh? You, no. You, you, okay. Um, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, fire! Come classic. on. So, classic. That's what I'm going to be binging this yeah. week. I watched okay. The Grinch the other night, but I'm going to watch that one. That's classic. Amazing.
3: I like that. I really like that. Yeah. Uh, I'm known for the trash. He Super. watches
1: the worst things. It's like literally the like worst.
3: Stuff. I'm like the uh, sucker uh, for the worst, uh, trashiest reality TV ever. America's next top model. The n- <laughs> See? Hey, the new season. The new season. It's not bad. I'm just gonna throw it out there. America's next top. America's next top model. Uh, the new season. What, what is good. it? What do you? Where do you watch this? Well, time? it's it's uh, it's on Netflix right now. Okay, uh, but you can Lord. watch it. It's on other the social media influencers that have gotten big on social media oh, that have started the transition to modeling strictly from social media. Oh, so, that sounds yeah. interesting. Not that I know a lot about fail, it. Fail,
0: your failed modeling days. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, you can yeah, live vicariously yeah, yeah.
3: through that. America's next top model. Boom.
0: Uh, what do you? Are you watching or listening to anything that's incredible right Reading, now?
2: Reading, watching anything. I uh, you know, I, I think th- nothing new out on this one. Like, but uh, obviously, I love I love Silicon Valley when it was out. Great show, Ooh. best show, HBO show. And then I loved uh, Billions. Billions, uh, classic, Easter yeah. Billions That's been back. it's coming back. And then, as far as uh, as far as I'll throw out a movie, I saw a movie uh, a couple weeks ago that was just outstanding. Okay, and it was a movie. It was on Netflix. I'd never heard of it before. It's called The Bastards of Baseball.
0: Okay, and
2: baseball. it's about the story of Kurt Russell's father, Bing Russell, and um, how he was the very first person to start an independent baseball team and how wildly successful this got in Portland. And it was it was wow. an awesome, awesome movie. Okay. Oh my God, I'm, like checking that. That yeah, I'm checking one. that out. I'm checking that Put it on the cool. list, guys. I love
0: it. Um, Derek, honestly, thank you so much. This was incredible, guys. Obviously, CircaLasVegas.com. Room reservations open December 28th. All the other amenities are open right now. Um, This has been incredible. Make sure you go check them out on Instagram. Everything else, too. Book your room. Come stay at it. We really appreciate you coming on, too.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Um, you.
0: Obviously, everything on the podcast, at the the residency pod on Instagram. Make sure you check us out on Apple, Spotify, full video on YouTube. We appreciate it, man. See you soon. Thank you
2: very much. Great to talk to you guys. No problem. next Next time we're up here. Remember, we can always this is a Victory Burger and Wing Company where we're at. Yeah. Every time we're doing a podcast, they're always providing the best chicken wings and burgers you could ever get. Come on. You're in the spot. We are
0: (laughs) never leaving. There it is. There it is. Put our names on the chairs. That's it, everybody. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Thank you.